Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. We are off and running on the nightcap alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. A night full of sweats. Everything Sean has got opinions on tonight. He's got (laughs) games everywhere going on. And uh, we're just trying to will home your Tampa Bay Lightning. Five to two right now. But Sean's invested in the Angels and Red Sox. Yes, the show's bringing good vibes, baby. Red Sox just walked in the go-ahead run. I have the Angels to close out something beautiful. So now uh, I think the score is five to four Angels. If I'm not mistaken, I yeah. have not changed the. Uh... They walk in the run there. Or was yes. that an intentional walk? I think that was no. A... They intentionally walked the bases loaded, and I think Suzuki just walked. So it should be five four Angels. Hopefully we can get a base hit, give us a little cushion, but. Based on the fact that we were down a run coming into this inning, what just happened? Oh, Suzuki still at the plate? No. I have no idea what just happened. It should be 5-4 to four if Suzuki's not hitting anymore. I don't know what just happened. Hey, what just happened? Um, looks like Suzuki walked there. No, there was a base open. Oh, there was a base open. Yeah. So okay. ba- now the bases are loaded. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so 4-4. Four to four. Sean's, right. got, Sean's got the Angels Ooh. tonight. He had the Blue Jays. That just cashed. Ah, can I get a base hit? Come on, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, man. Well, he might walk him. I think it's a 2-0 count. You just, you just never know what you're going to walk into each and every night this here. This is so true. On Sean, uh, Sean, Sean firing away. As I told you last night, if you watch the nightcap, this is where you get the best sports betting information anywhere. I said what? Bet the lightning first, period. I said, take the lightning money line, and I said, take the lightning reverse puck line. Like, I felt that confident. It's 5-2 lightning, about five minutes left in the game. Hopefully they can close this thing out, and the ball's in play. Uh, ah, deep fly ball. All right, so we we need a scoreless bottom of the ninth yes, there for Sean. Yes, we do. Uh, but I'll take it, because we were down coming into the inning. So I'll take it. All right, so we have uh, we have a goal in Minnesota. The Wild are on the board. Uh, they came into tonight. A minus one thirty one favorite here at Circa. Uh, they have now taken a one nothing lead over St. Louis, down one game to nothing. Uh, as you talked about and mentioned last night, Tampa Bay 
right now leading five to two, uh, five and a half minutes to go in the third period. Hopefully a, a great call by you, Sean. Regardless, yeah. it's a good call. Yeah. We've it, already cast the first period ticket. And uh, hopefully we can uh, bring it on home. I did not tail on the first period, but on my way out, took a nice plus 115 on nice. the Lightning to nice. uh, to just win the game. I got a reverse puck line, too, so I need them to win by at least two goals. They're up three. All right. Uh, the Boston Bruins did not even up the series. They, they lost to Carolina 5-2. to two. And then to come tonight... I'm a little nervous, Sean, because I ventured on my own mm-hmm. into the hockey stratosphere without Puck Stradamus. I've got Edmonton three-way money line and Edmonton on the puck line tonight against L.A. I like Edmonton to bounce back. I thought uh, they didn't show up and show out like they're supposed to uh, yesterday uh, or two days ago losing to the Kings. They're a better team than the Kings, so I think you're on the right side there. I'm not doing anything until I get a result in the Angels-Red Sox game, however. All right, so we have that going on. As for the NBA, we've got a game about to start in the NBA with Phoenix taking on the Dallas Mavericks. That line is sitting at six with a total of 217.5, actually 218 here at Circa. Uh, it has gone final in Miami. The Embiidless Sixers are now in a 0-2 hole as they head back to the city of brotherly love for a game on Friday night. That'll be a 7 Eastern game the Miami uh, Miami Hurricanes, the Miami Heat, <laughs> win one nineteen to one hundred three, and uh, they are now two and zero in this series and two and zero ATS. They have covered both of these games, Sean, and the over hits as well in the Miami Philadelphia game. So uh, a pretty comfortable victory there for the Heat. Not many uh, not many issues there for the Miami Heat. They led uh, at half sixty to fifty two. Uh, your boy might have taken a little first-half nibble on the Sixers, plus five. That did not come home. Uh, as Tyrese Maxey played well, though, 34 points. James Harden, uh, you can have him. I mean, he's, I, I don't want to say he's done, but it's it, washed. It, it, the, it, the kids it, call it washed. Yeah, it doesn't look good. When you're a shell of yourself, it doesn't look good. So before we leave the NBA, yeah. any... Opinion on the Grizzlies plus two sixty for the series price? No, series is tied one one. I I wasn't that impressed last night. I thought they they needed an ungodly performance from Ja, which they got. He's capable of repeating. Sure, mm-hmm. but are Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Jordan Poole capable of shooting that poorly from three again, especially when they hit the road? Well, so it seems like you like so. Your love-hate relationship with Memphis is interesting because you liked Memphis a lot, felt like they were getting disrespected, and I feel like you jumped off the Memphis wagon a little bit. Right. And now you're ready to get back on? No, I'm just asking. I don't personally. I didn't come away. I came away just in awe of the performance from John Morant because he's incredible, and he was absolutely spectacular. Now, what you could say is the loss of Gary Payton Jr. Mm -hmm. is significant because he is the guy – that locks harassed. down, or not well, locks not, down, harassed. slows down, harassed. and yes, that's a fair yes. way to put it. John Morant. John Morant. Yeah. And he is now lost for the series mm-hmm. uh, after Dylan Brooks's dirty play. Um, but I still think when they go back home, I think the Warriors, I don't know if they take both games. I just, I feel like the way that the Warriors shot last night, to me, that doesn't get duplicated. Now, I think... The argument would be this, you know, are you going to get more from Desmond Bain? Let me pose it like this. Yeah. 
Do you think? And uh, Toronto's just made it a five-three game, so right, hopefully, let's, hopefully I let's didn't not ruin that. Sean's yeah, reverse uh, puck that. line yeah, here. Yeah, please, Tampa. I mean, come on. Um, let me ask you this: Do you think Memphis can win a game in Golden State? Because ultimately, can they? Yes. that's the only yeah. job they have to do, right? Can they? Yes. Yeah. Do I think it'll happen? I, as of right now, no. But it's look. It's I think this is a seven-game series, and I think the seventh game. Well, I know the seventh game will be, be in Memphis. Memphis. Yep. This plus two sixties kind of go go do it. Thinking about it, I I don't. I look back at last night, and I my takeaway is Ja was amazing, but the performances we got from Steph Curry, three of eleven from three. Clay Thompson was horrendous in that game. Well, he has been though. He has not been and Jordan Clay Thompson we knew pre injury. Okay, so you could say that Clay Thompson isn't. Right. Pete Clay Thompson. I think that's fair. But Jordan Poole has risen to another level and he hasn't he didn't play all that well. Last right. night. I don't want to anoint Jordan Poole like a, a all-star yet. Like every game that he plays great in in the playoffs, it's a new experience for him. It's not like he's done this before. Yeah, but that's the same thing. I mean, Zaire Williams last night had had four threes. Where the hell did that come from? Right? I mean, he was a guy, I mean, if you others as uh, Shaq calls them. Yeah. Yeah, they play better at home. Yeah, exactly. So are they going to be able to do that on the road? My, my, my thing is, late in that game, it felt like the Warriors were going to win. And not that it comes down to one play, but I thought the ticky-tack foul on a loose ball was was a bad call. on on a It was 102-101. There's a missed three, mm-hmm. and they called Draymond Green for a loose ball foul when he's just when, – when you, you can't referee the game as loose as they did last night, which I liked. Right. And then, in a vital part of the game, in my opinion, call that foul on on Draymond Green. Now, do the Warriors win? I don't know. I mean, who knows? They have a better chance down one as opposed to down three. Um, my 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 biggest takeaway is, I just jaw. They needed jaw to be absolutely ungodly. And I think Jaw is capable of being ungodly. Forty-seven every night. I don't know about if he needs forty-seven. I mean. We get another game like Jaron Jackson gave him in game one, even though they lost. You're going to get, you're, are you also going to get the worst, the, the greatest three point shooter in the history of the NBA to shoot under 30? So I'm not saying it's likely. That's why you're getting a plus 260. Sure. But if they can win a game in Golden State, then and hold court at home, they win the series. Mm-hmm. I think plus 260 is good value. All right. I don't. That's the beauty of this. The Minnesota Wild. Woo. Yeah, you knew they were going to bounce back. After getting embarrassed at home. Up 2 nothing already. Minnesota Wild, 6.56 to go in the first period. So you got Minnesota bouncing back. Boston did not. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton, is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, get Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> 
And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. bounce back did that surprise you not really because carolina's really good yeah like carolina's history in the playoffs is kind of what people were betting against more so than this year's team like this year's team is better you know sebastian aho and those guys are better than boston and Bo- and they did what they're supposed to do carolina held home ice if boston goes to boston and wins two games then we, we you know it happens by like, the way, we uh, it's nine zero. We um, also have DeAndre Ayton over yeah. nineteen and a half points tonight, so we're willing that puppy home uh, as it is nine nothing as Dallas you mentioned. With is shooting a, like a Milwaukee shot in game two. <laughs> the difference being Milwaukee won game one. It's true. Give me, give me some big boy. Oh, we gotta call a foul on DeAndre. Don't need foul trouble. Don't want that. I don't think that one matters. I think that one's over. All right. It's weird because you know what's funny. Luca I... came back mm-hmm. and Luca did what Luca does, but I don't know if Dallas is as dangerous of a team with him because they're so static on offense. When he wasn't there, they were running that motion offense. They were running around backdoor cuts. Guys were involved. It kind of increased the pace of the game. You know, Luca forces you to kind of play this isolation. You know, one four set. We got Phoenix and Dallas underway. A host of hockey and. Uh... I may or may not have bet against the Washington Nationals tonight. We'll tell you about what's going on at the Mile High City. And, and Sean, five NFL games got announced today. We'll tell you about those on the other side. It's the nightcap here on Visa. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and two strengths, three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and six milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zen. Visit Zen.com, that's Z-Y-N.com to learn more, to find your Zen nicotine pouches near you. Zen nicotine pouches are for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. You know what, Sean, I need to do, I need to take a page from the Sean King handbook right now, Mm -hmm. and I need to... Live tweet 
and I need to say, hey, can you talk for a sec while I tweet? Oh, absolutely. And because I, wanna... I need to give a shout-out to my guy, Puck Stradamus. My man. Lightning on the reverse puck line. You heard it here That's on right. the nightcap. Well done, sir. Absolutely. And uh, I'm happy. I said I first period. I said money line. I said reverse puck line. But that's why you watch us. That's why you listen, because we give you the best betting information available. Stradamus. Right? S-T-R-A-D-A-M-U-S. Puck Stradamus. P-U-C-K. Yep. S-T-R-A. Uh, we going D-A-M-U-S? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right. If you put a hashtag in front of it, it should. I got you. Yeah. When I know, I know. Lightning first period and lightning. Lightning first period, reverse. lightning money line, and lightning reverse puck line. 5-3 final. Lightning Dang. get her done. Lightning get her done. All right, there it is. Five to three, it's done. Real Sean King getting it done. And uh, we'll talk more uh, horse racing coming up in... Just a little bit. Kenny Rice from NBC will join us. And Sean uh, and Patrick Maher just uh, put the finishing touches on a little Kentucky Derby preview show. We did. Uh, if you are up and at them on the East Coast, that'll be leading into Follow the Money on Thursday and Friday morning. So uh, a little morning drive action with yeah, Sean and absolutely. Patrick. And then on Saturday as well, uh, I'm sure phenomenal content coming from the two of you. Uh, I enjoy very astute it. Yeah. horse racing handicappers. I and I'll tell you Friday what I'm going to bet, but I enjoyed it. I had a good time. And oh. I have one more sweat before I can fully engage in the show. <laughs> oh, we got, I think we got a double play. I think we got a strikeout throwout. Oh, yes. Great. Yes. Okay, I got one more sweat going just for you guys listening. It's the Angels. So I'm on my way to a perfect day. If I can get this home, all I need is the Angels. It's 4-4. It's about to be top of the 10th, and uh, it'll be a perfect day. That's a good thing. Great. I've got the Oilers. I had the Astros run line and the Cardinals run line early today. Then in the afternoon, I had Blue Jays. They won 2-1. I have Angels. They're tied 4-4 going to the top of the 10th. And I had, of course, the Lightning every which way you could bet them, but to lose. Yeah, that was a yeah. not really much of a sweat there. I had the lightning plus one fifteen on the uh, on the money line, so followed you there. Nice. Uh, ventured on the Oilers by myself, so this is a little nerve wracking to to venture into these waters, these murky waters of of hockey betting without so listen the, the guide of Puck Stradamus. You weren't there with if, your with if, your lights. If you would have placed one unit on first period money line and reverse puck line. Those three units would have brought you over five units. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm look. I'm happy where where I'm standing. I won't. I won't. I should have just blindly followed all of that, but uh, we're all right. Uh, I do. I did fade my gnats here because Patrick Corbin, the uh, the gas can, is uh, is on the hill and they a trail five two in the top of the fifth. So I got Rockies first five and then taking a book out of the Sean King playbook. I took uh, Rockies. uh, Was it super run line minus two and a half? Wow. So the only thing that I've been betting in this series is the over. Because all you're seeing across baseball is six and a half to eight and a half. You get like and ten and a half. These totals were ten and a half. So I took the over yesterday. I think they ended up ten two. Yep. And I took the over tonight and I think it was ten. And they're at seven in the top of the fifth. So 
You know, I guess he was in a different baseball in Colorado. In Colorado, got that altitude, baby. Yeah. And when uh, when Patrick Corbin, he's uh, I, I have a good friend. Don't you have a signed jersey, <laughs> Patrick Corbin? Yeah, I mean, I uh, was I was that Aaron. I appreciate Patrick Corbin's contributions to the 2019 World Champions, but he is uh, what. I forget the line that a good friend of mine uses uh, as DeAndre Ayton hits a nice turnaround. He's uh, was he's like the the arsonist fireman. Did, what did, what did oh, the oh, stats yeah. say? <laughs> oh my gosh! What did he call him? He called uh, was it Carson Wentz? He was talking about yeah. or one of them. I forget how he said it. I got what? What was the line? Our, our arsonist fireman. That's what. That's what I feel. I gotta like. look it up. I have it in my notes. Shoot it, DeAndre! Come on, man. Yeah. We got a over 19 and a half on DeAndre Ayton. I was I can see I was, Aaron now as I was like a fanboy in like an oversized Patrick Corbin jersey wearing it as his nighty. <laughs> it's a weird vision. It's a weird, weird vision to have of of sh- I don't know if I can get that one out of my mind, but uh <laughs> oh, man. So we're uh we're two one out away from uh, getting the first bet home on uh, on the Rockies. We'll see if we can get the second one home as well. Uh I took a, like I said took a little bit on Doncic over uh 19 and a half. We'll see. He's got well, Let's six. go Rockies and let's go Angels. What did I say Doncic? I'm in Aiden. My, yeah. my let's boss. go Rockies and Oilers. Yeah. You could tell I was bored today. I I fired. Wait, I, I don't get any texts. <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't confident in any of this. The only thing I was confident was was Following Puck Stradamus there. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to get the uh, Angels game uh, moved just a little bit, too, because it's in that right TV where the light is. People don't know what our studio is. I know, is. but I know they're looking at the, they're looking on the TV like, what is King looking at? Like, he's... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's hit a little. Is he watching the latest episode let's, of Winning Time? Like, let's what is going let's on? hit a little football news here before we head to uh, Kenny Rice. They who, did it again. Who is. Uh, they did it again. What'd they do? They're just the best marketing organization oh, in the entire world it's unbelievable yeah like they did it again i mean last week the nfl got publicity on an announcement about an announcement mm-hmm. and that's that's what they're capable of doing yeah. and here they are they're just dropping little here you go little crumbs oh here you go little crumbs and we're gonna talk about it we're gonna eat it up because we just can't wait for the nfl so five international games have been announced three games in london one game in germany for the first time ever and then the return to mexico city so the vikings and saints they will play 9 30 eastern over in uh, jolly old london october 2nd for the first time and uh, this completes the set for international games the packers have not played a game in london and they are now for the first time and they are taking on the giants they are laying six and a half sean Broncos minus six and a half at the Jaguars at the Jaguars. <laughs> I guess they go over there every year. Seahawks, Buccaneers in Germany, and then Arizona taking on the 49ers. We have lines up. We have over-unders. I would not advise betting any of these unless you. How do they even have lines? Like, just, how? How? Just base it off of. Do we get another Minnesota goal? My goodness like gracious. The man, man and the puck went in the goal. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. By the way, the Oilers just snuck one away. Yeah, they got lucky. Ooh, ooh, they got lucky. Yeah. That's probably their Achilles heel. That goalie's not the best. I need a run. Did you guys uh, play Angels when you game. were in Tampa Bay? Did you guys do it? Did you guys do the Japan game? Yeah, we played. It was a preseason game. Though. We played yeah. the Jets. Is it Osaka? In, uh, in Tokyo. Tokyo. In Tokyo. How was that? Tremendous. Yeah. Rapungi might be one of the best areas of a major city in the world. 
How much do you guys focus on playing that game? The preseason oh, game? We don't care. <laughs> so I, I'm just curious. Gruden tried to get up and tell us that we had curfew. The whole team was out. <laughs> Come on, bro. Are you serious? Preseason. I think we flew all the way to Tokyo to go to bed. So, and, and that's my question. Now, I've been doing this for so long, so they probably got it down pat. But how much do these players actually get to enjoy? Well, a regular season game is different. I know. There's yeah, no messing around. That's business. That's playoffs. Like, that, that's completely different than traveling in the preseason and bringing two times the amount of people that you would normally take. You know, so your starters aren't playing much anyway. Right. Whereas a regular season game, I mean, you got to really, you know, buckle the helmet up. That's different. By the way, Luca trying to uh, take things over here. He now has 11 of Detroit, uh, Dallas's 20 points. His over-under was 33 and a half tonight. Good, because I have uh, Dallas for the series. I did it pre-flop. Yeah, I was going to say, really? Yeah, you, you pre-flop. Haven't been, you haven't been too high on this Mavericks team. So we got a 26-20 game. Suns leading the Mavericks. Uh, Luca with 11 already if you played the over. Uh, Ayton and Booker already with seven in this one. All right, we'll keep you updated on these uh, all the games going on. End of the first period. The Wild up 3-0 on St. Louis. The run for the Roses coming up this weekend. Kenny Rice from NBC joins us next right here on the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. The Kentucky Derby is on Saturday, and right now, VSN is offering you a special $9.99 Kentucky Derby betting guide with previews of all the horses and jockeys for every race, plus. Best bets for the entire weekend, including the Run for the Roses. Pre-order your copy now for only $9.99 at vcin.com slash derbyguide. That's that's vcin.com slash derbyguide. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray, as the praises are coming in for the man we call Puck Stradamus. But I don't want to waste any time. We'll get back to the praises in 15 minutes, Sean. We'll have to hold off on that because a great guest is on the line down in the great state of Kentucky right now. It is Kenny Rice. You'll see him on NBC's coverage. You always do of all their triple town coverage. It is Kenny Rice at Kenny Rice Sports on Twitter. Kenny, always uh, always a pleasure. And uh, what I've been doing all week is I welcome in our astute Kentucky Derby guests, and I hand it off to the gentleman to my left because he knows what he's talking about. So, Sean, take it away. <laughs> and, Kenny, I like, to do the, I like to do the interview slightly different because I want to start this out with who you think is going to win the Kentucky Derby. Sometimes I think the listener gets confused when we go through all the horses before I get to who you actually love. So let's start out. Who do you think is going to win the 148th running of the run for the roses? All right. I like that, Sean. Let's just jump in. It's good to be back with you and Tim. I'm going with a horse that is coming out of a race that the last time the winner of that race also went on to win the Kentucky Derby was a horse that Nick Zito trained named strike the gold in 1991. And the horse that won the bluegrass stakes this year is trained by Chad Brown and it's Zandon at three to one at the moment, breaking from post 10. That's who I'm picking to win. Well, I know uh, Chad Brown's trophy case is also picking Zandon as he still has not 
been able to capture the run for the Roses on the first Saturday in May. A lot of people like Zandon. He actually ended up, in my opinion, surprisingly being the morning line favorite. How do you see the race playing out for Zandon, considering that he's a horse that generally has run his best races from either mid to back of the pack? Yeah, he certainly did that in the bluegrass, Sean. He had to have some uh, speed in front of him. He didn't really have a whole lot. He closed on just kind of an average field uh, as far as the speed was concerned at the bluegrass, which kind of impressed me because I think there'll be more speed out there this time in, in the race. Some horses that'll go out front that uh, at least will, uh, you know, give him somebody to run at. Uh, and, you know, one of those could be epicenter, could be out a little closer to the lead. I think Taba, uh, who's coming off uh, a win, an impressive win, uh, in the Santa Anita Derby is going to be a horse that's going to be out there and is is uh, probably going to, you know, uh, set, be near, if not at the front of it. Uh, I think Cyberknife actually could be, there could be some different kind of running styles in here uh, based on, you know, because nobody has really stood out to me except Epicenter, Taba, and uh, and the horse I'm picking, Zand. And I think those are the three standout. Uh, White Barrio possibly coming out of Florida. Uh, and outside of that, you know, I, it's really a toss-up. So I think there'll be some different styles, but I think there'll be enough pace that's going to set up for a good closer. And uh, Chad Brown finally gets the roses, beating out a guy who's also never won, Steve Asmussen. I think his horse, uh, Epicenter, is going to be very close. There it is, Zandon. And I actually love Flavion Pratt, his jockey. So if there is someone that can navigate a trip for this Chad Brown trainee, it's Flavion Pratt. A horse that I like, and you mentioned him in, in what you just said, is White Abario. I just look at him as a horse that's really done nothing wrong. He's done everything the right way, maybe not the flashiest or necessarily the most explosive, but he kind of always gets him, himself in a spot, Kenny. We're turning for home. He's going to eventually be in a position to win the race. Now, the negatives, in my opinion, his trainer, Sophie, uh, Sophie Joseph, has never won. I think this might be his first Derby starter. I know Tyler Glaffione has not. Give me the pros and cons for White Barrio. Well, you know, you made you made a good uh, statement. He was really impressive down in Florida, uh, especially his last time out. I, I didn't think he. I thought he was kind of okay until I saw him this last time out. Uh, you know, that would be one of the things. Is and, and you know, it's going to change, Sean. As you know, I mean, eventually somebody's got to win, right? Every right. year they come back, well, you know, this guy didn't do this. He's never done that. And it happens. I remember one time I didn't pick a horse called Street Sense because I wasn't sure <laughs> Calvin Burrell could win the big race. And that's when he started, like, winning three out of four derbies, you know. But up until that point, uh, he'd never won a big race. Not a big race. He'd won a lot of races at Churchill, uh, but not to that extent. So that would be my only question. Uh, Gaff Leone was uh, is a good, solid rider. I think he comes out of Florida, uh, you know, where there's been some decent competition down there. Uh, I'm not sure that any anyone has faced any better competition than Epicenter, to be honest, or maybe Zandon right now. Uh, they probably face. So I can't knock him because I did mention him as one of the top four, uh, and especially when you got him in there at 10 to 1 right now. So uh, I, I think he's a very live play, especially when you start talking about the trifectas and superfectas. And, you know, you can't overlook Taba, and you can't overlook Flyta uh, Barrio. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to come up and knock him a little bit, but I, I really can't. I, I think that he's one that, uh, again, I'd put him in my top four right now. And uh, I, I think probably, uh, you know, he, he's going to set up and be in a, in a pretty good position uh, during this race 
that, that he will be able to make a run as they come down the stretch. You know, now another horse that I fancy uh, a lot is Messier. Uh, coming out of the Robert B. Lewis, I mean, he ran tremendous. And if he wins the Santa Anita Derby, he's probably the morning line favorite. Here's why I like him, Kenny. He reminds me of Medina Spirit. Remember last year in the Santa Anita Derby, Rock Your World, a lightly raised colt kind of jumped up and ran the race of his life, and everybody kind of got off of Medina Spirit. In a lot of ways, yeah. I think Tabor and Messier, the situation is very similar. I don't know if Messier was fully cranked for the Santa Anita Derby. I think that might have been a tightener to make sure he ran his best race on Saturday. Talk me through Messier. Well, Messier, at the first of the year, I thought he was the best three-year-old out there. And uh, I just backed off just a little bit about him, uh, although he could be, as you said, he could be, you know, ready to to make his run. Maybe he wasn't at his best, but he still looked good. I mean, you know, Taba looked incredible in that race. Uh, which was interesting because that was only his third one. What's also interesting is both those two horses we just mentioned from California used to be with Bob Baffert. Right. But we know they've, they've kind of gotten in that position, uh, you know, where they're uh, probably being pointed uh, to a Kentucky Derby. You know, Baffert had him uh, Messier for his first five starts. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I think he was been pointed in that direction. He's another one that, you know, again, you know, I got to start throwing somebody out. Because otherwise, I'm giving you like half the field, and, and you know it'll be the old joke. You know, it's your racetrack. Said, "How you doing?" Well, I've hit seven out of I've hit seven out of seven races. If I hit the eighth, I'll break even today. Because <laughs> <laughs> I picked the entire field out there. If I had to pick, if I pick, here's my long shot pick, and and it's uh, he, he didn't run a good race the last. He got passed. He wore. He, he simply ran out of gas. That was Smile Happy in the Bluegrass. And he finished second. Uh, that's only his second race of the year. Kenny McPeak has been pointing this horse since last year to the Kentucky Derby. And I don't think he'd, he'd tightened him up. Uh, you know, again, like Sean said, you could make the argument for Messier either. But I, I, I know McPeak did not have smile happy. He was not at the top of his game. He was not on the muscle for this race. I think he will be for this race. And right now at 20 to 1, I think he's the best long shot play in there. Uh, and I go back to last year when he was very impressive winning at Churchill Downs as a two-year-old in one of their big two-year-old prep races. And he, he looked great. And he got sidelined a little bit and didn't go on to the Breeders' Cup. But he, he looked like one of the top two or three uh, two-year-olds last year. So I think he could be setting on a surprise race if you want to start looking at 15 to 1 and above uh, horses in there to throw some money at you know, Kenny, it's it's going to be fascinating to see what the actual post-time odds are. I know the morning line odds maker doesn't want anybody to feel like their horse has no shot, but a lot of these 30-to-1s are going to be 70, 80, 90-to-1. There's about four or yeah. five horses that have no shot. we got about a minute left, and I want to close with this. I've heard that rain could be in the forecast for Saturday. Give me a horse or two that you think moves up if the track comes up sloppy or off track on Saturday. Uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, from I think maybe Zandon does pretty good in the slop. I think Kenny McPeak feels that maybe Smile Happy might, but he has another horse called Tis the Bomb that basically he was going to make a grass horse. He, he would probably enjoy the slop. He's a 30-to-1 shot right now. Uh, I don't think it'll hurt Epicenter. I think he's good enough. I think Mo Donegal, all those, those horses could move up a little bit. But as the great Wayne Lucas, who has a long shot in Ethereal Road, who I don't think can win it, but God bless him at 86, he's still in the game. 
Wayne Lucas told me years ago, he said, you know, everybody gets excited about, can he run the mud? Can he not run the mud? He said, we don't really know that maybe he's not raced in the mud. Maybe he'll love the mud. So even though a horse doesn't have mud experience, he could blossom. So I don't know. Yeah, how's, hey, how's that for definitive answer? Absolutely. Zandon, I hope he comes home. Tis the bomb if it's sloppy. Hey, remember Animal Kingdom. Very, very similar situation. The great Kenny Rice, NBC Sports. We appreciate you coming on. Good luck this Saturday in the Derby. Sean, Tim, thanks very much, guys. Take care. There he is. Kenny Rice, we will, we will uh, get you updated on everything going on next. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Slow and steady wins stacks of cash. Join the Old Forester, Forester Turtle Derby Challenge and compete for free for your share of $5,000. Enter the free-to-play pool and make your Turtle Derby predictions for a shot at your share of cash. Head to DraftKings.com slash Old Forester to get in on the action. Old Forester never gets old. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Alongside Horse Stradamus, Puck Stradamus, Baseball Stickadamus. I don't know, I don't know what to call you. That, that one's, we got to work on that one. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, Sean, while chatting with, uh, our great guest, Kenny Rice, great stuff from him, yeah. was keeping an eye on, and when the uh, shot would go to Kenny Rice, his graphic there, or some other graphic, Sean would be doing this with his fist. <laughs> because the Angels have plated six runs in the top of the 10th inning, it's including not over, though. a Taylor Ward two-run shot, yeah. so a 10-4 lead for the Angels, and Sean... Uh, my first five is home on the Nationals-Rockies game. Now I need this lead to stay the same because I took the super run line at plus 190 on the Rockies tonight. Yep, and uh, now it's 10-5 Red Sox. They have a gun first, so this game's not over. All right. Uh, we're gonna get to, me. We're going to get to a little more uh, just horse racing betting philosophy because this is the biggest mm -hmm. race of the year. This is the uh, horse racing Super Bowl. Um but let's uh, let's get you updated on Phoenix and Dallas right now. Thirty-six to as Javale McGee picks up his second foul. Good, get him out of there. I need DeAndre Ayton to score more points. Uh, it is thirty-eight, thirty-six right now. Uh, Phoenix with a two-point lead over the. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mavericks. 
Uh, Luka Doncic already with 14 points in this game. His over-under tonight at DraftKings, what was it, 33 and a half? Uh, I, took, uh, I took a small bite at 33, so we'll see um, if, he can, uh, if he can get there. I also have DeAndre Ayton over 19 and a half, which actually was a, a worse number than what DraftKings was offering, so didn't get the, uh, the best number there. Uh, but the Suns right now and the Mavericks, a two-point game. That one uh, early in the second quarter. Yeah, I'm pulling for Dallas because I have them on a series. It's interesting because I bet Dallas will win the series, but I don't feel like I'm very interested in watching the series. You don't seem. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something about Dallas. They're boring to me to watch. But I did. I do think they're a live dog in this series versus the Suns. So I did take them pre-flop. Well, if they win, win the series, they win tonight. Things are things are vastly different in that series heading to uh, Dallas. So Saturday, I know you're not a guy that generally or tends to bet horses a lot. And mm-hmm. if you guys can keep me on a two shot so I can kind of talk to Tim, here's how you can wager. Okay. The easiest and simplest way to bet. Let's just say, okay, I love White Abario. Yep. Abario, as we currently sit, is what are his current odds? I think he's 10 to 1. White Abario coming out of the. So he's 10 to 1. 10 to 1 out of the 15. So posts. you can go to the. Uh, window and mm-hmm. say I want to win bet the 15 horse in the derby. So that would mean White Barrio has to win for you to get paid. Yep. But you can also do a place and show bet, which means that if he runs second, which is the place bet, you still win. Mm-hmm. If he runs third, which is the show bet, you still win. So a horse that's 15, 20 to 1, you probably want to win place show bet him. Okay. That way if he runs second, you still make money because it's going to be large payouts, and the payouts on the place and show will be determined by the odds of whatever horse finishes in front of you. Gotcha. So another way to bet is the exacta. So the exacta is I want to pick who's going to finish first and second, and you can do an exacta. Let's say I put White Abario on top of Messier and Epicenter. If White Abario wins, I need Epicenter or Messier to run second. I can also box an exacta. It costs a little more, but I can say I want to box Messier, White Barrio, and uh, Epicenter in an exacta box. And in any order they come in, as long as they're first and second, you win. Got it. The trifecta, that includes third place. The superfecta, that includes fourth place. You can do these bets for as little as 50 cent or a dollar, and you just have to pick the exact horse in each slot. Each slot that you have more options, the price of the ticket just goes up. Now, I'm a guy that likes to play horizontal wagers, meaning from race to race. Mm -hmm. So I'll be heavily invested in the late pick five and the late pick four, which will include all stakes races and the Kentucky Derby. So I'm trying to pick the winner in each of those races in the sequence. And depending upon the amount of people that have the right combinations, you know, the, the wins can be substantial. Especially if you have some horses, you know, win races that that nobody predicted. So that's why the Derby is so fascinating because it's the culmination generally of the pick five, the pick four, the pick six. So when you have a situation like a couple years ago where maximum security, almost everybody had maximum security. Very few people had country house. So if the pool was, let's say, $4 million and if maximum security wins, there were 250 people that win and split it. And Country House wins only 10 people. So the payouts are extremely significant. So it's a lot of different ways to make money. 
Um, if you don't want to stress yourself out, pick your favorite number and just bet it to win. Or if you just want to look at the betting guide and find the horse that you like, the name of the horse, that's always fun too. Uh, I'll be locked and loaded. I'm actually going to pl- uh, give you one last bet that I'm going to play. The Kentucky Oaks is this Friday. Yeah. So they have what you call a Oaks Derby double. So you're trying to pick the winner of the Oaks and the winner of the Kentucky Derby. Okay. Oaks and Derby you can double. do it for two dollars. It's one horse in each race, or you can have multiple horses in each race. And it, of course, the ticket will cost more. So I actually like the Dwayne Lucas Philly in the Oaks. She was the one horse. Her name is Secret Oath. So let me can I just interject here. So. You've always heard that the one post in... But it's a smaller field. Derby. So that's what I was going right. to ask. It's a smaller field. Okay. It's only, I think, 14 horses. Okay. So the, the one uh, post and, isn't yes. as... Uh, Detrimental. Issue. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to play four four horses in the Kentucky Oaks. I'm going to play Secret Oath, Nest, Kathleen O. Yeah, we heard uh, yep. last night. It was... Uh, and I think her, how you pronounce it, Shalama, I think is how you pronounce it. I think it's S-H-A-L-A-M-A-H. I think that's how to pronounce it. Let me double check. So these are all in the Oaks. Yes, these are in the Oaks. On Friday. Yep. Make sure I'm giving you the name right. Secret Oath. Yes. So Nest, Secret, Oath, Secret, Secret Oath. Oath is the one horse. Nest is the four horse. Kathleen O is the 10, and it's Shahama, S-H-A-H-A-M-A. She's the 13. So I'm going to play those three horses, um, those four horses in the Oaks Derby Double with Messier the 6 and White Abario, who I think is the 15. Now, there is a horse that won the Juvenile Phillies last year that's in the Kentucky Oaks, the 7, Echo Zulu. I'm going to try and beat her. She probably won't be the the post-time favorite, but she's never lost. She's really good. I think the distance is going to be a challenge for her. So that'll be how I play the Oaks Derby Double. And that bet right there, if you did it for $2, would be $16. This would be $16. It would be 16 bucks. Okay. And you'd have it for $2. And so if one of those four horses won the Oaks and either Messier or White Barrio won the Derby, yeah, then you'd win the ticket. Nice. Yeah. So once again, the recap that. You have to make that make a stop at the South Point tonight. Yeah, man, why not? One four ten thirteen for the Oaks. That's on Friday, and then six and fifteen for the Derby. That is your Oaks Derby double. Mm-hmm. I like it. Cool. And I won't give out exactly how I'm constructing my tickets for the Derby because I want to be the only winner. But I will tell you that <laughs> White Abario and Messier you're not pulling the wool on will us. be like, my keys. You're not like behind the scenes no. saying I hate White Abario. No, she has no chance. That's no, a boy. It's a boy. <laughs> he has so no Messier chance. and White Abario will be my key horses in the Derby. They'll be on the top of my tickets. Okay. Yeah. How many tickets do you normally? Because look, coming into tonight, you've got. You know, you're firing on Angels, yeah. Red Sox. You're firing on baseball games left and right, hockey. How many tickets do you normally have? So I won't have a lot of tickets just because I feel like it's such a big race and there's so many different combinations and ways to win. You just have to go with your gut, go with what your mind is telling you is the right way, and then hope it works out. Because if you put 100 bucks or you put 10000 in, it doesn't increase your odds of winning right? because it can run so many different ways because of the amount of horses, the magnitude of the race, the fact that none of these horses have gone this far. It could be rainy, muddy. So 
I mean, a lot of things could go different. So I will have White Barrio and Messier on top of the majority of my Kentucky Derby tickets. All right. That is Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. We've got NBA going on as we speak. Phoenix and Dallas. Plenty of baseball as the Angels have officially won for Mr. King. Oilers need to get some goals as they are scoreless with the Kings. And a gentleman that has been red hot on the ice, Dwayne Colucci, joins us next right here on the Nightcap. This spring. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 